right, everybody, welcome to Wilhelm. I am your host, Ben Beck, and we are coming to you from the floor of Fan Expo Philadelphia. This is the first ever in front of an audience podcast I've ever done with Wilhelm. This podcast <laughs> has been around for almost 10 years. And this is your first live show? First live show. Well, you never forget your first. And if I tell anyone that they're having their first, please tell everyone we were good and call us in the morning. Just a courtesy. Well, call in the morning or call a couple days later? A couple days. Okay. Six days. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but still, well, your first, pod, your first live podcast. My first live podcast, and I'm... Excited to bring you on as a guest. Uh, for anybody listening at home or in the audience, if you're local to Philadelphia and you listen to Preston and Steve, you know him from working with that show as well. But he is also one of the co-hosts of the Comic Book Gurus podcast, doing a podcast here this weekend. We'll get the details on that a little bit later. Uh, fellow podcaster, fellow moderator, and just great friend, Craig Legans. Thank you, Ben. Uh Honestly, yeah, a round of applause. Yes, That's what we got. You don't have to stand. Just sit, please. We're just doing... Yeah, thank you. I got an Arsenio Wolf. That's all I needed, just from the 90s. Thank you. Well, you know, this is all your fault, because what? when I, um, you asked me to be a guest on your podcast about six years ago, and I had never done one before, mm -hmm. and you asked me, you invited me back several times, and I enjoyed it, and I love being a guest, and we talk about... TV, cartoons, superhero movies, comic books, whatever, you'd have me on, and I always have a great time. And then you say, well, why don't you do your own podcast? And I'm like, ah! How stupid can this man be? And now I have my own podcast. I and love it. I, you, you grease the wheels. I grease the wheels, and you're right. Like We always have those conversations. We attend a lot of movie screenings together. Yes. I'm usually your ride, which I'm totally <laughs> fine with, because I offer it. But we always geek out on everything from movies and television to wrestling to yes uh, to all that stuff so it's always a lot of fun so when this came about the opportunity to do this here at fan expo came about mm -hmm. you were the top of the list of people <laughs> i wanted to do it and i'm glad that you accepted to do it of course i would say yes i only had two questions what time and what do i wear so and i helped you with both thank you because you gave me a choice of suit <laughs> to wear today and I told him to it, go with the Pac-Man suit. Pac so it, it's generic. It doesn't offend anyone. Thank you, Waldo. I found Waldo <laughs> right there, folks. Right there. Put the books down. Waldo is right there. <laughs> Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. So if you're unfamiliar with the podcast, uh, Wilhelm is a pop culture-centric podcast focusing on television and movies. Mm -hmm. We do celebrity interviews. We've had over 200 guests on the podcast, some of them who are actually here this weekend. Tom yeah. Welling has been a guest on the podcast. Uh, replays of uh, panels I've moderated with Stephen Amell and David Ramsey have been Arrow. replayed yeah. on the podcast, Good who are stuff. also here this weekend. Mm -hmm. But in addition to those interviews, we also do film reviews, movie discussions, and top five episodes. Top five. Where we choose a topic, my guest and I, being you today, will we'll choose our top five of that topic, uh -huh. uh, run them down, reveal them to each other of what our favorites are. And this being Fan Expo, we wanted to kind of make it centric to Fan Expo. I didn't want to choose just one actor from, from the pot, from the... From the very vast from the majority event. of the... Yeah. We could have gone just Michael J. Fox. We could have gone just Stephen Amell. Or just Henry Winkler or just Christopher Lloyd. But we decided to just make it so much more increasingly difficult. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, write it down. make the topic of this podcast the top five favorite projects of any Fan Expo guests. Wow. 
which oh. opens it up to, which means any so television many. show or movie that any guest here has been a part of is eligible to be in our top five. It literally <laughs> opens it up to hundreds of things. The mind wobbles, and mine did, uh, coming up today because I changed and rechanged my list. Thank God they put erasers on pens now or else I'd really be screwed. So, yes, I went over and over and over again. You did it electronically. I did it the old-fashioned way, and I wrote it down. So that's how old I am, kids. I remember pen and paper. So that's why I did my top five. And I'm going to whip it out for all you guys right here to see. Back up. Way back, okay? This whole room might get dark after I whip this out. <laughs> right, so um, you start. This is your show. I'm just a guest. And I'd love to keep on talking, but it's time to play our game. No, it's fine. It's one of the reasons why you're here. It's one of the reasons I brought you on. Just one. So the format the of the podcast is this with the top five. We're going to reveal our top five favorites of the topic this one being favorite projects of Fan Expo, any Fan Expo guests. We'll go from five down to one, and then by the end, we'll throw out some honorable mentions as well. The cool thing about this, though, is that I do not know Craigslist. He does not know mine. Do not. I, I just thought of that as I said it, too. I'm like, Craigslist? Wait a minute. Yes. Uh, I don't own the copyright on that yet, so you can still use the term Craigslist, and I will not get mad. But we don't know any of our each other's lists as to not influence each the other's other. lists. Yes. Uh, so we'll go down from five to one. We'll talk okay. about We'll spend a couple minutes on them on. Okay. Throw out some honorable mentions. And then if we have time, we might even go to the audience and see if I'm sure there's ones we've missed that might be on your top five as well. So. Yeah. So you bring it in. Uh, let's us, kick so. it off. Yes. Starting with you're the guest. Uh -huh. so I'm going to throw it over you to okay. start it. I, you said you wrote it down. I don't see it. It's up here, man. Okay. You have a pen and paper? Excuse me. No, excuse me. Uh, it's fine. No. You don't have to, you don't have to it's fine. It out. Okay. I just totally have fine. to remind me of my... Okay. But yes. throwing it over to you as the guest, we're starting off number five. What is the number five on your list? The number five on my list of top five things that someone has done in this, the people that are here, um... I'm going to go just because it's it's there. Um, I'm going to go with Henry Winkler in the Richie Fights Back episode of Happy Days. Oh, you even went specific episode. Yes. You could have just said Happy Days. No, the Richie Fights Back <laughs> episode of Happy Days was the single biggest episode that changed my life because Richie was being bullied. Um by uh, Rocco and uh, uh, sorry um, no uh, Frankie and um, Rocco uh, played by Michael Lerner and the late great Jeff Conway so Richie comes in uh, to Arnold's and they're hassling him and it's like hey you know come over here come over here the, uh, the ping the balls on the ping pong machine are broken I want you to fix it well I'll, I'll just get Arnold he's like no 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 I want you to fix it with your mouth. My mouth? Yeah. Every time the ball hits one of the bumpers, you go bing bong. All right. I look pretty stupid. You look pretty stupid with your nose on the other side of your face. Do it. So Richie was going bing bong, ping bong, if you remember. Then Fizey comes in and saves the day. And he taught Richie the secret of toughness. Okay? It's not be able to fight. It's just to have a, a tough voice. Don't ever grab me again. And he used to tough boys, but it wasn't working. So he was going to have to fight. And he went crazy. And the guys ran off because all bullies are cowards. Everyone knows that. 
And Fonzie said to Richie what I, my dad had been trying to tell me. It's okay if you're scared. You just can't go around showing it all the time. Everybody gets scared. I told Henry Winkler that when I met him the first time. But that episode... Sticks with you. Yes. Yeah. Still to this day. The fact, I can do the whole dialogue. I did, when I was part of a, a, a sketch comedy group, I did that whole sketch, word for word, as Christopher Walken. That's how much I love that episode. So is there video of this? There is video somewhere of it. I'm, it might be hidden. But, um, yeah, so that's my number five. So you went, you, you not only went project, you went specific episode. Specific episode. You gave us samples of dialogue. I love it. Yes. I absolutely love it. I Rich, feel underprepared now because no, I did not do no, that. that's okay. <laughs> Richie, <laughs> Richie fights back. Fine. Yeah, I was number, my number five. Okay. Uh, so moving over to me then with my number five, I actually went with a television show as well. Okay. Uh, of one of the guests that are here. Uh-huh. Now, I could have gone with Arrow. Yes. Using Stephen Amell, but I went with a different Stephen Amell project. Okay. One I'm excited is actually returning for the second season uh, next month. I went with Heels wow. for Stephen Amell. Um, only because, like, I I <laughs> loved... I'm seeing shakes from the... Like, are you not familiar <laughs> oh, you with Heels me? at all? Never even heard of it. Well, see, now, now this is why you're here. Now why you, you're, you're, you know what to look for now. You learn stuff. This Wilhelm podcast is a learning tool, okay? We're all we're all tools up here. But, okay? I mean, any... <laughs> what? What did I say? What did I say? I don't all even know what right. I said. Okay. But, yes. I mean, one of the reasons why I went with that one, too, is because he was... Oh, don't get me wrong. He's great as Oliver Queen. Uh-huh. I loved him as Oliver Queen. Um, and I still love the fact that we got him to return as Oliver Queen in yeah. this last season of The Flash. Mm-hmm. But... You look at the character he plays in heels, knowing full well he's a huge wrestling fan. He has actually wrestled yes. for WWE and was it AEW or Impact at the time? I think it was Impact, Impact. when yes. he wrestled with Impact. Yes. So he's a huge wrestling fan. He has the chops to do it. So playing a wrestler in an independent wrestling league yeah. for a television show is just a role he's born to play. That is and true. he fits into that role so perfectly. Now, I feel like you're at a little bit of a disadvantage <laughs> because I know you've never seen it. I've never seen heels. We've had this conversation. Have, it's only because I don't have Showtime. Stars. If I had Showtime, I, uh, stars, I'm yeah. sorry. If I had stars, I'd be all over heels because I love wrestling. I love Stephen Amell. And I love the fact that he took something he's passionate about mm-hmm. and he wouldn't let it go. So the first series he did after Arrow was heels. And that's huge. Yeah. So, yeah. But that was my number five. I had to go. I could have, like I said, I could have gone with Arrow, uh-huh. but I went with heels just because I think of the two roles it's much more suited to what he is personally yeah. rather than a character that he was portrayed to play. Right. So, uh, okay. all right. <laughs> Takes us into number four. Number, number four. We're going to shift it back over to you. To me. What is your number four on the list? My number four on the list is, and again, I'm getting way specific here. <laughs> another, um, another specific episode? It's, it's a specific episode from a specific show. Michael J. Fox... On Family Ties, he did an episode that was pretty much a one-man show yep. called A My Name is Alex. It was a one-hour sp- – uh, it was back when TV was very special. Like you can have a very special episode of Family Ties. A very Ties. special episode a of very, Family Ties. Yeah, you notice you never saw a very special episode of American Gladiators or a <laughs> very special episode of, you know, of Cops. It was always uh, – but anyway. Um, but Michael J. Fox, in the episode, his best friend had died in a drunk driving accident. Yep. And he was with him. And he felt incredibly guilty like he it was somehow his fault. Or he felt survivor's guilt that he was alive and his best friend was gone. 
but we went through Alex P. Keaton's life of what led him to there, and he was, and it was just a one-man show because he was wandering through different sets, and he did his 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 character in different stages of his life, and uh, you can see how totally committed he was. He won the Emmy for that. Um, Thank God he had been nominated twice before, but he won that year, and he, that was the year when he won. He said, "I feel four feet tall." I feel four feet tall, yeah. yeah. Uh, yep. But that was a single, one of the best episodes of television I've ever seen, and it really cemented Michael J. Fox as may, at the that time the best actor on television. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that episode as well. I think that's an incredibly powerful episode. It's one that I remember, yeah, in, in very clearly. Mm-hmm. As well, uh, and not even just from the content, but the the style of the sh- of the way they shot the episode, yeah. as well, where it was just very very interesting and something different that they had never done before, and it was very well deserved that he actually did win the Emmy because of yeah that that year as well. Yeah, so yeah, hey, my name is Alex Michael J. Fox. Your turn. So yes. oh, sticking no. with Michael J. Fox, yes, Michael J. Fox is actually my number four as what? well, but not Family Ties. I went with a film. <laughs> okay. um, yes. <laughs> I almost went with Doc Hollywood just to be fun. Perfect. But I, because I actually do like that. I movie. love that movie. Uh, <laughs> but no, I went with uh, a little horror movie that he had done called The, the Frighteners. Frighteners. Wow. See? Yes. Uh, and, yes. And I do See? too. And very early Peter Jackson yes. as well. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, there there were so many. That movie is one that I still. Love to go back and rewatch yeah. every every like Halloween holiday season. Um, I d- I've done an episode of this podcast where we talked about our top five favorite horror movies, <laughs> uh, and I think that was one of my top five. I can't remember if it was or not. I'm, I'm speaking to somebody in the audience who was my co-host for that episode, <laughs> uh, my friend Jamie. Jamie, um, everyone, Jamie. You but I, I I don't know. It might have been. It might not have been. But it is in definitely towards the top of my favorite. Uh, horror, horror movies. movies. Even though it's time. not incredibly scary, yeah. The, the story that is being told is yeah. just, and the the character that he portrays, it's it's one of my favorite Michael J. Fox projects. So, and of all the projects you know that are here, yeah. I had to make my top five. So oh. that is my number four. That's a great pick. Frighteners is a great great movie. Underrated film. A very underrated film. Yeah. Uh, like I said, a very a lot of people don't realize it's Peter Jackson yeah. well before Lord of the Rings exactly. and, and such. So Yeah, he had to start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that moves us into the top three now. Uh oh. Moving on with a number three. Uh, number What do you have, three. sir, for your number three? Uh, um I feel like you're choosing as you're looking no. at your list. Like, it's not solidified. It, because you have the, choices. The list is fluid. It's fluid. It's like, you know, I, my, my three could be my one and my one could be my three. Um, that is what she said. But um, I'm going to go. Um, can we choose the same actor for two different projects? Yeah. Okay. It's top five of anybody here. Top five you you could have made here. all five of them Michael J. Fox if you wanted to. Well, I did have an all five Michael J. Fox if you really <laughs> want to get into it. But. Um, no, I'm going to go back to, um, go back to Henry Winkler. (laughs) (laughs) I have a top five Henry Winkler. Uh, no, um, I'm going to go to, uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Okay. Uh, number three. Um, and he, 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 he was tough because I have a top, I can do a top five specifically Giancarlo Esposito. But I feel like we could do a top five of every of, one of, of every these person, actors these that's, people that's here. here. Yeah. But, we're, but we, for the purposes of this podcast, that you're all here to see, thank you all for being here to see. 
Even the guy that just sat down because he's tired. I really appreciate you being here. Um, my number three Jean Car- would be is Giancarlo Esposito in Do the Right Thing. Oh, you went back. I went back because yeah. it's easy. I mean, Giancarlo Esposito right now, he's everywhere. The Boys, Mandalorian. He's in Godfather of Harlem, for Christ's sake. Um, community. Community he was in. He's in. Um, uh, the, Breaking, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, Better call, Better call Saul. Better Again, all this, all this current stuff. But I'm going to go back. He was even in. He was one of the guys in jail with Eddie Murphy in Trading Places. Oh, yes. that one I didn't know. Yes. And School Days. Yes. He was Big Brother Almighty. Yes. But that's not the Jean-Carlo episode I'm going. <laughs> do the right thing. Do the right. And do the right thing. Um, his character bugging out, and that was his name. We never got his full name. But he was the catalyst for what happened in that film, Do the Right Thing. It's still a um, groundbreaking film. But his character um, showed uh, his range because up until then, I just thought he was a kid actor because he was – the first time I saw him was in Taps in 1981. Uh, Look that up, folks, with Tom Cruise and Timothy Hutton oh, and I Sean know Penn. It. I know, and, yeah. I know it. But he was, a, he was 20. And, and then um, – but in, in Do the Right Thing – he was a guy. He was the one, the the spark that lit. Uh, if you guys haven't seen it, uh, if you guys have seen it, he was the one that start, started the boycott of Sal's famous, um, and just his, the way he was going to get a pizza. That was his only job that day was to get a pizza from 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 Sal's famous, right? That's all because it was the hottest day on earth. He just wanted a pizza. He's going to go eat it. And the, my favorite part of the scene was. He's going to eat the pizza. The, the one thing he's been talking about all day, the only reason he got up in the morning is to get Sal's famous pizza. He goes to eat it, and he looks up at the wall and sees nothing but Italian people on the wall. And that's when he snaps. And that's when he realizes he's been patronizing this business for most of his life, and yet there's no, there's no representation on the wall. And that's what's triggered him. But he... You couldn't take it a bite first. Just take the bite and then just look. But he, and he never. So he never ate the pizza. I keep coming back to that. He never ate the pizza, and that's when the boy got started. And that's when the the movie goes to its uh, denouement. Still the best movie that Spike Lee has ever done. Uh, but he was the main part of that. But so my number three is Giancarlo Esposito. Not from his current work. Going back to before some of you were even born. The do the right thing, 1989. That's my number three. That's a good choice. Thank you. I, I like having you as a guest too, Craig, but I don't feel like you're passionate enough. Um, <laughs> I'm t- uh, yeah, I got to come out of my shell. <laughs> hey, Kyle. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's I, I, I like that you went back. I mean, because that was one of the yeah. reasons why I, I like doing this because I, I yeah. like... I, I knew having you as a guest, <laughs> you were going to pull out like those rare gems. You weren't going mainstream with... Sit down. Yeah, pull it out. Huh. Yes. Uh, do the right thing. So that leads me then to my number three. It's not the same one, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> that would be so coincidental <laughs> if it was do the right thing for Giancarlo Esposito. No. So I went with an actor who, just like you with Giancarlo Esposito or Michael J. Fox, uh-huh. could do a top five of just their movies as well. Yes. And it was difficult because I knew I wanted this actor it's somewhere in my top five. Uh-huh. Um, and I knew... It was going to be difficult because of how many movies they've done. Right. My number three is a Christopher Lloyd film. Uh-huh. I could have gone with Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yes. Could have gone with Taxi. Uh-huh. Or Back to the Future Trilogy. Uh-huh. Uh, but for my number three, yes. I went with a comedy gem. What? 
of Clue. Oh! And the crowd goes mild. Look at that. <laughs> goes mild? <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. it is... No. Clue is... It, it's just one of those movies that still holds up to this day. Yes. Like you can watch it over and over and over again. It's still funny. Um, you know, unfortunately... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, funny. it's... It, it, it's still funny to this day. The characters still hold up. Tim Curry, uh, you know, um, uh, Michael McKean. Michael, Michael McKean, um, uh, Andy Walters, um, Nancy Walker, I'm sorry. Um, who else? Uh, Ed Begley, um, Tim Curry. You said Tim Curry. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd, yeah. Mary Lou who was it? Was it Leslie Ann Warren? Leslie Ann Warren, yes. Yes. Okay. yes. yes. Um, but yes, because you say clue and everyone goes nuts because they still know it. But there's, I mean, there, the movie has so many quotable lines, uh-huh. and it's one of those movies that, like, we we live in a, a society now where Hollywood is remaking everything yeah. or rebooting stuff, and I know there is a Clue remake <laughs> yes. in the works, Coming. and I was originally, the moment I heard it, I was like, they're remaking Clue? No. Yeah. This shouldn't be done. <laughs> and then I heard who's behind it, uh-huh. and I'm like, well, wait a second. Hmm. This could be interesting <laughs> because Ryan Reynolds is the one that is behind the wow, Clue remake. Okay. With so, the help of Jason Bateman. Yeah. So now you know it's going to get done and so it's going to be awesome. Now I'm like, mm, okay, I might have to give this a chance because Ryan Reynolds, anytime he has a passion project like that, like Deadpool or something yeah. like that, he, he's, he's fully he's behind totally, it yes. and it becomes something great. Yeah. And I feel like with his sense of humor and the way he is, uh-huh. a Clue remake could potentially be something great. Okay. Especially yes. with the cast that they would, pull in. Yes. If they pull in a good enough If cast. Ryan Reynolds or Jason Bateman call in some favors, yes, we can get a, a alt, an all-star, a Knives Out level of casting. That'd for, be amazing. Clue. Yeah. Because I love Knives Out, yeah, too. too. That's such a... Yes. Didn't make my list. Because there's nobody in the there's movie. Nobody in the, there's there's nobody here. here that's in the movie. Yeah. We can do it again next year. We were talking about this last night, too, because I, I, I know it's a little off-topic. Uh, but if you listen to the podcast, you realize we we break yeah, away every once in a while. Yeah, I said to you last night, it's a good thing that nobody here at the show was ever in an episode of Ted Lasso, <laughs> because because Ted Lasso would have been my number one, like one, one through five, yeah. easily. <laughs> um, all right, so that gets us through five, four, and three. Moving into our top two now. Our top two. Uh oh. Uh, this is where things. I I was actually pretty solidified in my top two. I knew what my one and two were. Okay. Three, four, and five were the ones that were just constantly changing and fluid. Um, Yes. As you said. But going in now to our top two. Number number two. Number two on your list. What have you got? Well, Ben, you you mentioned wrestling at the beginning of Uh this. Okay. So my top two. This is a movie that I begged my mother to take me to go see. Nacho Libre. No. Oh. Is Jack Black here? Jack Black here? <laughs> no. Is he here? Um, no, this will be uh, the great Henry Winkler again. But Henry Winkler in The One and Only. I've never seen where it. Where he played a wrestler. And this is when they were trying. You have to remember, Henry Winkler was the biggest star on television, period. And like they always do with TV stars, they try to get him in the movies. So like people, 30, Happy Days was averaging 36 million viewers a week. No lie. All right. So if we can get that, even half of that to the film, he's going to be great. So they kept putting in movie after movie, and the movies would bomb. One of them was called The One and Only, where Henry Lincoln was a struggling actor who decided to become a professional wrestler. Chavo Guerrero was in this. 
Hmm. Roddy Piper was in this. This was Roddy Piper's first movie ever, was the one and only. In it led to They Live. It led to They Live. <laughs> but but that was but I wanted to see it because and there wasn't a lot of wrestling in it, but because there was, that was part of the trailers. And I begged my mom. I was eleven and I was like, please take me to see this film. Um, and she said no. Keep in mind, this is the same woman who took me to see Jaws in a theater when I was nine, <laughs> but did not want me to see Henry Winkler in that in the one and only in that movie she called that foolishness. But but Jaws but Jaws was okay. So because there was wrestling and I was at a very young age because Henry Winkler was my favorite star of all, of all time at the time. My number two is Henry Winkler in The One and Only. All right. That's one. This is another reason why I enjoy doing this podcast <laughs> as much as I do. Because anytime I have a guest yeah. and they throw out a movie I've never seen before, I love adding that to the list. That Now yeah. this is something I need to check out. Because yeah. I am a huge cinephile, so I like watching everything. So now The One and Only is the one I'm going to have to check out. The One and Only, yes. So, I mean, there's so many great Henry Winkler projects as well. I mean, you can go back to Night Shift and, yeah. and so many other ones. And I want to say to anybody here... Who's at Fan Expo witnessing like the access actually doing this? Yeah. If you haven't already and you do get the chance over the course of this weekend, uh, go meet Henry Winkler. Yes. He is seriously Single one of nicest the nicest people in the world you will ever ever meet. Exactly. I, and I'm looking forward to just going over and talking to him again while we're here. It's still one of my favorite memories. I got to meet Henry Winkler and I, t- I told him my Richie fights backstory. And he said that's amazing. And he we posed together, and we both did this, and that's still. I wish I I was wearing my Deadpool pajamas, so I wish I was wearing something else. So <laughs> I'm gonna have to recreate that moment again. But yes, yeah, see Henry Winkler, talk to Henry Winkler, bask in the Henry Winkler glow because it's just amazing. It's a thing. It's a real thing. Yeah, oh yeah, and you're soaking in it. Seriously, you have to experience the Henry Winkler. And, and if and if you're not already doing something else too, I'm, we're promoting guests that are here, which is great. I mean, yes. we're at Fan Expo. Yes. Um, you know, go to his his panel is on Sunday. Yeah. I believe. Like 5.30, 6 o'clock, something yeah. like that. It's towards uh, the end of the day. Yeah. He's an amazing storyteller. Yes. Go check out Henry Winkler's panel on Sunday, too. If it's, you t- it's great. Henry Winkler told the story of how he turned... I hope he he's would, listening. I know yeah. he's, like, right over there. If you can hear me, Henry, I'm going <laughs> to... He told the story. He was he was supposed to be the lead in Greece. Yep. Um. Yeah. Yes. It was because... I asked him about this, because I didn't know if it was true or not. I said, originally, instead of um, John Travolta and Livy Newton-John, they wanted Henry Winkler and Marie Osmond. Okay. And Henry Winkler said, I don't know about Marie Osmond, but yes, they definitely came to me and asked me to be a lead in Greece. And they said, Henry, okay, so for this role, we need you to wear a leather jacket and slick your hair back. No, I am already did that with Lords of Flatbush. I'm doing it with Happy Days Now. I don't want to be typecast. No. So in Henry Winkler's words, he said, I said no to Greece. I went home and I had a Coke. John Travolta said yes to Greece. He went home and he bought a plane. Yeah. Yeah. That was Henry Winkler's story, but tells a great story. Yeah. Yes. And you might get that story again, too, if you go to the panel on Sunday. Because he loves telling it. Yep. Who knew? He's Henry Winkler. Have we stalled enough? We're not stalling. Okay. Well, it's, we're it's, called, enough. it's called filling time. Oh, it's called vamping. <laughs> it's called stretching. Yes. Okay. So uh, so that leads me to my number two. Your number two. Oh, I thought we did. Okay. Yes. You're number two. What did you think we did my number two already? No, I thought I we talked I gotta stop saying so number two. It's, it sounds weird. <laughs> yeah, do your number two already, right here. Uh, so for my second pick, <laughs> yes, um, I went with uh, one of the guests that is obviously here, and actually a gentleman I just shared the stage with. What? Uh, right before I did this panel, 
Uh, Dante Bosco. What? I went with Hook for my number two. I mean, it is a childhood classic. I was so thrilled to be able to actually be on stage and talk to him <laughs> about Hook um, and get to kind of like share in the story a little yeah. bit. But I mean, like, and I even told him after the panel was over and we went backstage, I was like, we're doing this podcast. We're doing the top five. Hook is my number two. Yeah. And it was like, he was very happy to hear that and, and mm -hmm. very honored to hear that as well. But this is a movie that has stuck with me since childhood. I mean, it's yeah. a movie I constantly rewatch. Um, not to mention the fact my love and admiration for Robin Williams is another reason why Obviously. that is very high on my list. Of course. Um, so I, it was very hard for me to not... This was, like I said, when we were putting together this list, my one and two were very solid. Right. I knew what they were going to be. Uh -huh. I knew what my number one was going to be. Yeah. And I knew Hook was going to be number two. Okay. Uh my number one for anybody who knows me is very, <laughs> very obvious. Very obvious. But if you're in the audience and you don't know me that well, you're not going to get it. Um, but yeah, okay. Hook was okay. an easy choice for me to fill in for my top five. That's good. You know, with the fact that, I mean, the movie's going on 30 years now, almost yeah. 35 years, and he still gets a huge crowd. And because he's so well, you know, known for that film. And that was a huge cast filled with Oscar winners and, you know, got the Oscar for cinematography and everything. And he still, you still remember him. He still gets the admiration for the movies and he still gets the residual checks. That's even, that's the best part. He does these videos <laughs> online. We were actually, we've talked about it. He does these videos online called Residual Lottery where he just goes to his mailbox and will come back with like two or three residual checks for projects. <laughs> And he, he films himself opening them up to see how much he gets. <laughs> and he says they're either going to be Taco Bell dinner or steak Thank and you. lobster dinner. <laughs> and anytime he's opened a hook one, it's always the steak and lobster. Of because course. Yes. That movie is still so beloved to this day. Yeah. Still gets constant replays. And people still love it. So he still makes money off of it. Yeah. Which and people still love him. Support him for it. Yeah. yeah that's I amazing. almost I, I went with Hook for Dante Bosco. I could have gone with Biker Boys, but yeah. I, didn't, I didn't do that. <laughs> so... But that, sir, yes. leads us to our number one choice <gasps> for the top five list of oh favorite God. projects from any Fan Expo guest. Oh, Lord. Mine is very obvious, but I'm very curious what yours is going to be. Uh, yours is very obvious. Mine is not so. Um, I didn't That's what I like, though. <laughs> I didn't make this choice because I knew you wouldn't pick it. I made this choice because of how it stuck with me. Any of the previous four could have been my number one. But, Name the actor. Let me see if I can guess. Christopher Lloyd. Oh, that's too. It's too. It's too broad. You, and if you get it, I will give you the shirt off my back, literally. But uh, Piranha 3D. No, uh, that's my number two. But no, <laughs> that's your number two. <laughs> my number one of all of all the people here. Christopher Lloyd is my favorite performance, and. I don't care if I'm dating myself. I've done it. I've done it all night, and I would date myself because I'm easy and I, I put out. I knew you were gonna go there but with that comment. I'm going Christopher Lloyd. Steven Spielberg had his own show in the '80s called Amazing Stories. Yeah. And there was an episode. Now all of his, all of them were half an hour episodes, but this one was a full hour, and it was called Go to the Head of the Class. And it starred Christopher Lloyd as a terrifying history teacher by the name of Professor B.O. Beans. And he would terrorize the students. If they didn't know the right answer, they'd have to meet the masters. That means you'd have to sit on 
you have to kneel in front of the class and hold your arms out, and he would stick classic books on each arm of the masters of literature, Tolstoy, Hemingway, Shakespeare, and you'd have to stand there, sit or kneel for the rest of the class like that. The two students that were fed up with him were Scott Coffey and Mary Stuart Masterson. And they said, we got to get this kid. We got to, I wish somebody would, would get him. And Mary Stuart Masterson said, yeah, I, I'll get him. She dabbled in black magic. Everyone's looking up amazing stories right now. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, say, I'm saying this show, this episode that came out in 1986 scared the living out of me. Because of Christopher Lloyd. The thing was, they would pull the black magic. They needed a picture of him to cast a spell on him. And then he would be in their control. They just needed a picture. But they, they took his picture out of the yearbook. They tore it in half. So they tore off his head. And then they tried to put it back together. And then they poured the potion on it. And it killed Christopher Lloyd. But when he got up, he sat up. His head was still on the pillow, and his body... This sounds like Tales from the Crypt. This was amazing stories. This was Steven Spielberg. <laughs> 1986, people. Do you know why this is my number one? Because it stuck with me for this long. Yes, sir, I'm talking to you. <laughs> That's how big this episode was. Go to the head of the class. Amazing stories. 1986. The Christopher Lloyd character, Professor B.O. Beans, was chasing Mary Stuart Masterson without his head. And the way they shot the camera, Ben, he was running after them. And they were running behind. You could see him in the frame. So you know how they are chasing. They focus on the one person yeah, and yeah. running. You could see him running in the back, carrying his head. And Christopher, and he's talking the whole time. And Scott Coffey's uh, character is, uh, Mr. is um, Dennis Brand. So they go, Mr. Brand! Mr. Brand, and he's running while he's carrying his head, and through, I'll give it away. I'm not giving away the whole thing, but if it's available on, I believe it's available on Amazon Prime. Hi, you're beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. I just wanted to tell you that you're the most beautiful thing I've seen. My all show day. has been hijacked. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. If you ever see the show Amazing Stories with 1986, <laughs> no, you have that. very bad parents. Just let you know. <laughs> Batman. Yeah. But you're beautiful, okay? Thank you. For be- thank you for being here. I got all hail the king, ladies and gentlemen. All I f- hail the king. I feel like you need your own series of just explaining no, episodes of television series. Amazing story. People don't even need to watch it. We can I, just listen to you tell the story. It, yeah. But I believe it's available on Amazon Prime. If you have time tonight, check it out. Uh, amazing stories. Uh, go to the head of the class, starring Christopher Lloyd. That is my number one. I cannot recommend it enough. All right, I'm actually going to check it out because I'm familiar with amazing stories and I have seen a couple of them. Uh, but that's one I don't. <laughs> you're such a ham. That that is one that I don't. I don't you ever don't remember seeing. It's, it's fine. I I I it it only aired to best of my ability. It aired once in prime time and again after the show was canceled. Um, they did a. They showed it a summer and rerun. I remember I missed it. It probably only aired once because it gave people nightmares. It gave me nightmares again. That's. I mean, why you you talk about amazing stories, and the yes. the first one that comes comes to my head is the guys that were in the bomber, and the la- the landing gear wouldn't go down. Right. And the guy was an artist, and he drew, yes, drew the landing, landing gear, gear. Yes. and it and appeared the so they could land out. the plane. Yes. 
Like, that to me is an amazing story. Right. Not a story to scare the hell out of you. Scared the living crap out of me. But I'm here. I survived to tell the tale of amazing stories. <laughs> of the headless Christopher of, Lloyd. Go to the head of the class, starring the great Christopher Lloyd. That's my number one, sir. That's my number one. Oh, my God. You're the most handsome boy I've ever seen. Where did <laughs> he go? You scared him away. Okay. And Which... What? Leads me to mine. To yours? You did fill some time, too, because we have about like seven minutes left, which oh, is great. Man. It's it perfect. It works <laughs> out. Um, so my number one, yes. as I said, is very obvious to anybody who knows me, knows what my number one is going to be when we do something like this, especially when you see the guests that are here. Yeah. I get a three for one with my number one because <laughs> three of the guests that are here are part of my number one being Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, and Tom Wilson. Back to the Future is a perfect movie, in my opinion. In a lot of people. Anybody out there who wants a remake or a <laughs> reboot can can kick rocks yes. because it does not need to happen. No. Thankfully, I've had the opportunity to meet Bob Gale, the creator of Back to the Future. Awesome. And he has said that as long as he is alive, it will yes. never happen. So nobody kill Bob Gale. Nobody okay. kill Bob Gale. Yes. Yes. Um. Yeah, it is. But that tri- then it, the entire trilogy is, in my opinion, a fantastic masterpiece of, of storytelling. Yeah. You know, people talk about their holy trilogy of movies. People, some people go to Lord of the Rings, or go to the Star, Star Wars, Wars original. You know, the original trilogy, not yeah. the new ones. Yeah. Um, or the prequels. Or Piranha. Yeah. <laughs> or Piranha. Yes. Um, but you, you know, uh, there are so many other trilogies out there. Back to the Future is my holy trilogy. Yeah. It is the one series of movies that my friends will literally ask me trivia questions to try and stump me. <laughs> and it has been a very long time since I have ever been stumped on Back, on to, the Back to the, the Future, future trivia. trivia. They ask me everything from... I've had people ask me, like, what speed did he have to go? I'm like, come on. Well, like, I'm, that's in the don't book. Don't waste my time. To what was the name of Marty's band? Yeah. What was the, the, the like... Um, and then the other one that actually a lot of people, I don't think enough people know this one yet, uh-huh. is what the original time machine was what before was it? it was a DeLorean. It was. Do you a, know what it was? It was a TARDIS. It was not a TARDIS. No. no. Does anybody out there know what the hey, original yeah, time hey, machine was? What was the original time machine before What was DeLorean? the original time machine? It was a refrigerator. It yeah. was a refrigerator. Yes. Wow. But they knew that kids would die. Yes. If you they knew started. the story. I know. I just know kids would die. You go in a refrigerator. I didn't know it would be a time machine. But they did eventually, Spielberg actually did use the idea in uh, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Oh, that's right. When they got in there. There's the scene he, where he gets blown away when he's in the, uh, he's when he's in that. Hey! How are you? Good, you're beautiful. So. We're doing a podcast, by the way. That's all right. Uh, we did a movie together. Autumn. Yes, it's, it's premiering July 7th. We're going to have a big premiere, but... I locked this woman in a cage, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Autumn Crazier. No, she's a great playwright and a great producer, and she's wonderful. Even though she's interrupting my live podcast. <laughs> I really do appreciate you being here. I love you. Thank you. Hope to see you soon. Autumn Crazier, everyone. Isn't she wonderful? She interrupted my podcast. We're Who, on a roll. Whose podcast? You interrupted Ben's podcast. <laughs> God damn it. We're doing Wilhelm podcast. We're talking about re- kids in refrigerators potentially dying. You're killing me. It's totally You killed the vibe. Uh, How are we going to come back from that? Let's do some honorable mentions. Honorable we, got mentions. Through, we got through our top five. Yes. We'll go through these very, very quickly because we do. We only have like five, seven minutes left. And I want you to be able to plug your podcast here tomorrow. Yes. Uh, and I want to mention some other things I'm doing here this weekend is where people can listen to this. Yes. Uh, 
Let's do some honorable mentions yeah. very, very quickly. Good. Um, I'll knock out a couple of mine, and then okay. I'll let you knock out some of yours. Knock them out. Um, speaking of Christopher Lloyd, some of my honorable mentions, we got to go with Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, uh, the movie Nobody that he did with Bob Odenkirk yeah. is freaking fantastic if you've never seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Usual Suspects with Chaz Palminteri. Actually, and I think Giancarlo Esposito is in... Yes, yes he was a cop. He was, he was in the, the Usual Suspects He was the lead investigator, well. yes. So that's a two-for-one. Yeah. Uh, Lord of the Rings Return to the King for yeah. Sean Astin. Uh-huh. The Goonies for Sean Astin. Rudy. Uh, for Henry Winkler, Parks and Recreation, yes. obviously, for yes. Dr. Saperstein. Uh-huh. And a movie that I think is very underrated... <laughs> Here comes the boom. Yes, with Kevin, Kevin James. James. I love that movie. I don't <laughs> care what anybody says. Uh, and then the only one, the other ones I have uh, for Sam Raimi, Ash vs. Evil Dead. Uh, yeah, uh, Spider-Man Two, which up until some of the newer Spider-Mans, in my opinion, was the best yes, Spider-Man that movie was the best superhero that came movie out at the time. Yeah. Uh, and I, I was very surprised that he was here this weekend. But I, I'll mention some honorable mentions for him too: uh, Independence Day and Kingpin. For Randy Quaid. Yeah. Randy, if you hear this, um, yeah, stay over there. Um, but yes, <laughs> he was he, he was great in those films. He was great in those films. Uh, but those are some of the honorable mentions that I have on my list. What do you okay. got on your side? My list, um, honorable mentions, uh, Christopher Lloyd, um, Taxi, obviously. Um, uh, Cuckoo's Nest, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's One Nest. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's the Nest, thing yeah. I ever, was the first thing I ever saw him in. First time he and Danny DeVito did something together. Um he did a movie called Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead. That was yep. the first time he played a hitman. That was a fr- Thank you, Chuck <laughs> Lindsay, ladies and gentlemen, from the outside. Um, yeah, he's an honorable mention. Uh, uh, Michael J. Fox, the, the appearance he did on Scrubs, yes. um, where we, we, he first, uh, we got to see a quirky character, uh, character actor that he did. And you got to see a Polaroid of him on the toilet. Um, he was trying to break uh, Elliot of her uh, OCD. So, Michael J. Fox and Scrubs. Also, him in uh, Secret of My Success. Secret of My Success is a classic movie. I, I love that movie. I honestly thought I could just move to New York and find an apartment and just get into big business like that thanks to Michael J. Fox. So, he's a death in my, my honorable mention. Um, Giancarlo Esposito, um, Taps, I already said that. And um, my final honorable mention, which could be at number one, uh, but Henry Winkler and Barry. Oh, Henry Winkler and Barry. The series just wrapped. You're awesome. Yes. And it was... He won his first and only Emmy yes. for Barry. I was so happy when he won oh that Emmy, too. Oh, my God. I, I posted that on my Instagram and on my Facebook. And you know how hard it is for me to recognize someone else? But I get it for Henry Winkler because I was so proud of him for winning his first Emmy. Oh, my God. You guys are amazing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we got a couple minutes left. Let's okay. use them to kind of plug what we do, uh, where people can listen to other episodes of this podcast that are not live at Fan Expo, uh, and maybe even welcome you as a guest because I'm always welcoming to, I'm always open to having people come on as a guest to talk about another top five topic uh, as well. But let's start with you. Me? Uh, where can people find? Tell people about Comic Book Gurus, where they can find it, and what you're doing here this weekend with Comic Book Gurus. Oh my God, there's so much pressure. Um, I don't. I'm kind of nervous now. No. Um. I do a. Uh, I have my own podcast. It's not this one. Uh. It's called Comic Book Gurus Podcast. We talk about comic book movies, comic book TV shows, and comic book books. And we're going to be here right at this very stage, live tomorrow at 11 a.m. And we'll. I get to do it with my partner, Rockstar Rob, and we're introducing our newest member, Steph, um, because we are not anything to look at. Steph is the eye candy. 
So um, you will have that. And um, you can listen to us on WMMR.com. All of our episodes are on the uh, WMMR.com um, list. We're on YouTube now. So you can go to the Comic Book Gurus podcast YouTube page and look at our previous episodes so you can see our floating heads talking about um, the favorite comic book movies of uh, the day. We just did a preview of The Flash that's up right now. And uh, we'll have more episodes coming up and more, hopefully, special guests. Uh, but, yes, check out Comic Book Guru's podcast wherever podcasts are sold for free. Awesome. Uh, as for me and this podcast, Wilhelm, yeah. uh, all episodes are available online. Wilhelmpodcast.com is where you can go to find links to the, the Instagram, the Facebook, previous episodes, YouTube page, all that stuff. Uh, and I'll let you know right now, Wilhelm is actually doing a contest for the summer uh, where if you go to the page, if you send a screenshot of... Uh, that you have subscribed to the podcast to the email feedback at wilhelmpodcast.com. You're entered into a drawing to win a $100 Visa gift card by the end of the summer. <gasps> and I'm going to be giving three of them away. So all you got to do is subscribe to the podcast, send me a screenshot that you did. Uh, and I'll be honest with you, even if you unsubscribe after you do it, <laughs> don't do that. But, yes, you know, but stay subscribed. Yes, um, stay subscribed. Cheat the contest a little bit. Yeah. But feedback at wilhelmpodcast.com. I also do another podcast called Revisited, uh, where my friend Kristen and I go back and revisit old television shows. Right now we're covering the television show Lost, uh, which we're in the sixth season of right now. And we just uh, now, once Lost ends, we're going to be going into another show. Uh, and we just revealed, uh, we just discussed it and revealed uh -huh. the next show we're going into when we're finished with Lost is Ted Lasso. Yes! With Ted Lasso having just ended. So we'll be covering that as well. Awesome. Uh, as for me here at Fan Expo this weekend, I'm one of the panel moderators. I just got done a, a panel with Dante Bosco before I was done this. Uh, tomorrow you can catch me on stage with Sean Astin, uh, Stephen Amell, Emily Bett Records, and David Ramsey. I'll be downstairs with Peter Cullen. Uh, and also with Steve Burton. And then on Sunday, I will be on stage with uh, Giancarlo Esposito, who we were talking about. Uh, I'll be hosting the Smallville panel on stage. Uh, and I'll also be downstairs with Maggie Robertson on Sunday as well. Dying of envy. Um, but this was great. I'm, I'm so happy that you came <laughs> to do and to be a part of this podcast. Thank you for all you guys for Thank sticking around, around and, and watching. Thank you. Uh, hopefully we get to do more of these podcasts in front of an audience. Yes. It's, it's so much fun. Isn't doing a live great? Isn't doing, a, in, doing it in front of people? Isn't that really? It is. I mean, I might second guess my guests next time, but... I'm just, I'm totally I'm kidding. I'm saying if you need to, we, if doing it is always great, but doing it in front of people. Doing it in front of an audience is yes. great. It's, it's a lot of and, fun. And it's and a different vibe. And doing a podcast too. Yes. Doing a podcast yeah, in front of an audience uh, is great. What, yes. That's what I was talking about. Allow Not me to be clear with what I'm saying. Yes. Thank you, man. So, Seriously. Uh, but thank you for being a part of this. Thank you guys for being it. And until next time, we'll see you on another episode of Wilhelm. Good Bye -bye. night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>